0: Can it good morning good morning everybody do you see this light game yes okay i get excited about the simplest things but anyways do do y'all see the difference in this lighting today maybe you don't but there is a drastic difference i don't look like a glow anymore. But anyways, my name is Latasha Martin. If this is your first time watching me on live stream, I want to say thank you for joining today. There are many places that you could be. You could be on YouTube. I ask that you subscribe and follow. If you are on Periscope, give me some hearts. And if you're on Facebook, you're probably one of my friends or you are a collaborator. And that is the place to be because I have made a decision this morning and I'll be making an announcement uh, probably over the weekend about what's going to be happening in this group today, so you want to be here. And today's topic is called Win with What You Have. Win with What You Have. And since I know that I'm on my personal Facebook page, you can tag a friend, like this thing, save it till later, and invite someone to join you to hear this message today if you feel that you are not equipped for your purpose and God's plan. So, dear God, we love you, Lord. We love you so much for loving us. We come in a place of gratitude, thanking you for all the things that you have blessed us with to manage over and to steward well, to steward in a way that you are glorified and you are magnified as a result of our our faithfulness, to what you have called us for. Dear God, I pray that no one gets confused to think that they're unequipped for their assignment, Lord. Today we come with a word to to encourage people, to get them excited about what they already have, not what they wish they had, not what they think they lost, but what they have right now today. And I pray that they can get excited about this when they look at our brother David and look at what he did what was with what with what was in his hands. So for that, Lord, I pray that you come in and consume this atmosphere, Lord, in a way that your word is heard louder than my voice and that people are connected more into what you say about their lives than what I'm sharing today. Dear God, I pray that this is just a guide, a guiding point to direct them in a place that they can hear from you today. In Jesus name, amen. Amen, amen. I would be remiss if I didn't acknowledge the podcast community. So thank you all who are listening on the podcast, Power to Choose. So today's, uh, yesterday we were talking about David, And yesterday we were talking about succeeding or being on the sidelines. And when we were saying that, we were talking about the confidence of David in his ability to recognize that he could either sit on the sidelines in a situation or he could succeed. Not necessarily because he had all of these special gifts, but because of who God designed him to be and the things he had done to prepare David. So yesterday we were talking about he knew he could succeed up against Goliath because he had succeeded in the past as a shepherd boy. When a lion would come or a bear would come to attack his his flock, he was not afraid because he conquered those battles. So Goliath and his mind had nothing on those animals. And so today our message is win with what you have, because there's a part in the story, which this comes out of 1 Samuel, the 17th chapter, and I'm, I'm coming out of the NIB translation, but today we're gonna to talk about winning with what you have. So for some of us, we are in the midst of this pandemic and now next week we're like school will be starting if you live in the Northeast, school I think starts next week. For some people who are in other regions of the country, school has already started. And so you might be sitting on either side of this coin, but what I will and want to encourage you today is that this decision what was just going on with school districts and and moms and dads having to make difficult decisions about what's going to happen with their kids? And you might be saying, "I don't have kids or I don't have little kids, so it doesn't impact me." And today, I want to challenge that thought that you might be having, saying it doesn't impact me because maybe you are a teacher, maybe you are a retired person who has a skill set that could help. Because I know community can help in the midst of chaos. And so when I was thinking about the idea with the teachers and the schools and the parents all freaking out, and then I was thinking about my own life and my assignment and how during this pandemic I've had to shift. One of the things I'm recognized is I get the most success and God is glorified most when I use and I win with what I have. So now let's go into the reference that we're talking about, specifically with David, where he had to have one of those come to Jesus moments and recognize that even though people had good choices, because right now we're at the part in the story where David is like, come on let let me come on let let Saul come on let let me go up against Goliath i'm not afraid of him and so at this point in the uh 34th verse so again it's First Samuel the 17th chapter in the 34th no 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 it's the 37th verse 37th verse but it's not even the beginning part it's the end where Saul says to David this is what he says Now he's like, okay, just appeasing this poor little boy that he realizes has got all of this zeal and he can't understand it. So he's like, well, let me equip him and put him in the right wardrobe. So he has at least a fighting chance. And so Saul says to David, go and the Lord be with you. (laughs) That's what he says. Any of y'all ever had to say that to somebody who came to you with an idea and you're like, that sounds so far from God. I don't even know what you're doing, but okay. If if you're saying that you heard from Jesus, I want you to go and the Lord be with you. But then Saul dressed David in his own tunic. He put a coat of armor on him and a bronze helmet on his head. David fastened on the sword over the tunic and tried to walk around because he was not used to them. Then David says, I cannot go in these, he said to Saul, because I'm not used to them. So he took them off. Then he took his staff in his hand. He chose five smooth stones from the stream and put them in his pouch of the shepherd's bag. And with his sling in his hand, he approached the Philistine. So let's say that again. So so Saul has good intentions for poor little David, the little shepherd boy. And he's like, Saul, I want you to go and the Lord be with you. But let me let me just help a brother out and I'm going to put these clothes on you and I'm going to try to equip you in the armor that they have used as warriors to be successful. And somebody needs to hear this message today because maybe God wants to bless you in an unconventional way, meaning that God has an assignment before you and you are looking at your situations and circumstances and you're looking at what you have and you're saying, "You know what? I'm not I'm I'm not equipped really, but I know I'm ready." So I might not be equipped on the outside, but mentally I am ready and I know how to win this because I have some skill sets. And the analogy that I use often, at least in our house, is um, I have been doing graphic design work. My daughter will call me. She doesn't say it bootlegger, but she doesn't. She uses a different set of tools than I use. But this is the thing that is so funny. Even though we use different tools for our clients, they match. Now, I tried. Let me tell you how I had one of these David moments with Saul. I tried to use some of the tools that she uses because I was like, if I wanted to be on that level, I have access to those tools. Let me try to use those tools. And let me tell you how frustrated I got. And so I had to go back to what mama knew. And I had to go back to the skills and the tools that I use, that I have been successful with for many years. And that's another message for somebody. You have might even be winning with what you have, but you get into a certain environment and all of a sudden you don't feel like your tools, your your capabilities and your talents and your gifts are good enough. Let me give you an example in the practical world of your career. I remember when I got my dream job, that was my last job of employment. It was with a large global organization. When I applied for that job, I applied to some kind of posting somewhere online. And when I got there, they said, okay, so you have to come back because I made it past round one, and I had to come back for round two, and I had to do a presentation. Now, if you know my story, you know that I have been doing public speaking since I was 10 years old. I was on the radio, little doing interviews on radios. I have been speaking in church. I have been speaking in all different environments. And then as I grew older, I tried to perfect my craft in communication. And so when I was faced in this moment, I, I freaked out a little bit because when they were saying you have to come back and present, and it was in front of the vice president, and it was going to be this um ma- manager, and then this other person that I didn't know. And I was supposed to do this presentation. And so at first I was freaking out because the organization itself, I had no, mm, God, I never saw this correlation. I had no skills and ability for the technical topic that I was supposed to speak on, but I knew I knew how to do public speaking and I knew how to train. And so the night before, I had to make a decision because before that, I'm Googling the organization. I'm trying to put together a complex topic. And then I said, no, 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 no. What they need to see is they need to see my ability to communicate, not my ability to be a subject matter expert on their company or that topic. So I went in and I practiced and I prepared and I practiced and I prepared. And then when I showed up the next day to do my presentation, I thought I did a good job. I was like, God, you know, I gave it all that I could. I prepared the best that I could. And this is what I learned later. I tell people these other parts of my career journey, but I came in and I prayed to God, how do I show up? And my mind is in a mindset of servitude. And then I came in and I did my presentation. And this is what I found out later are you all ready for this? Just like David defeated Goliath with those five stones and that pouch in his bag. What I later found out from someone sharing with me is the, the vice president was like, you know, there were other people l- Listen to this. There were other people who had more technical aptitude, but the way that you showed up it showed up that you understood our culture and what the company is really about the way that you expressed yourself and how you delivered, how you showed up. And I was like, see what I'm talking about. And so why am I sharing this story right now? I'm sharing this story right now because every single one of you who are listening to the sound of my voice, God prepared you for his purpose. And I feel like a broken record. Cause I say this almost every day. God prepared you for his purpose. He also formed you in your mother's womb before you were even born. Doesn't matter how you were conceived. Doesn't matter your situation or circumstances. He still had a plan for you before you were formed in your mother's womb. And so many of us are trying to wear the wardrobe or the outfit or mimic others, and we're not winning. We're not winning because we're not realizing that you win with what you have, not what somebody else has. has. You cannot win that way, trying to be somebody else. Have you ever seen it? Have you ever seen someone trying to mimic someone's behavior and you're just like, that don't even look like you? Or have you ever been around somebody and you're just like, that doesn't even seem like that person? And what I realize is the more comfortable you are in your skin and you recognize that God gives us all gifts, talents, and abilities to use in a way that can glorify him. Now, what this does not mean, hear me out. What this does not mean is that you cannot be coached and refined in your gifting. Because I look back to years ago when I used to think that I knew how to train and it was fine for the time but as i got older i was continually learning and developing these skills on what is the art of communication how do you acute how do you communicate effectively i had to really spend time studying that and i still do i still do but what i do realize is that for each season god gives me enough for that moment somebody needs to hear that today at that moment god gives you enough to glorify him. If you don't shrink and you raise your hand and you recognize, and sometimes you just might need to have a little talk with Jesus and say, God, I need you to show up in a mighty way right now. Cause I know you're telling me that I can win with what I have, but I'm not even sure how to use my gift talents and abilities in this capacity to win over here. Not even sure of it. I'm not even sure of how. And so just like David, how do you know when it's uncomfortable? You know it's uncomfortable because things just don't feel right. Like if you know that you have to now, now there is a difference to responding to the need of what your employer or your manager might be saying. There's a difference when you might be serving in a church or a nonprofit organization, and there is rules and regulations on how you're supposed to show up and do things, but your own flavor on that. Like that's how God made you. Listen, anybody who knows me knows that. Two things when I train, I'm like, I'm not the best speller in the world. And I'm not even trying to get better when I spell, when I scribe. And I'll even put out my public service announcement if I'm training people virtually or live. And I'll say, if spelling phonetically bothers you, then you can write for me. But what I do know is you're still going to get a good learning experience if you can get over that. If you can't get over that, then I'm not the right resource to solve your problems. And I am so okay with that. I am so okay with that. I've even had clients that were like, oh my gosh, did you really spell it that way? Because when I'm in my zone, who knows how the words will go out on a whiteboard or who knows how I might spell something in chat. But if you can get past the little thing and understand the big impact or the intention of what I'm doing, then people will see value in that. It took me a long time to get comfortable to say that out loud. Even now, I can make the prettiest, most professional PowerPoint app in the world, but there might be a typo. If I don't have my proofreaders, read it over and I'm not even embarrassed by that anymore because one misspelled word is not going to change the essence of that experience. It doesn't mean that I don't try to get better. That's why teamwork makes the dream work. I could be the visionary that makes it pretty. And then I have someone on my team that can proofread for me. But I, I no longer am ashamed on how I'm wired. I remember teaching a writing. Listen, now y'all just heard me tell you I can't, can't spell that well. I'm not even the strongest writer. And I was teaching a writing skills class, but it was business communications. And so it was more about the approach of your writing and the format of your writing, not the content, right? No, take that back. It is the content, but it was more of the approach, right? And so I was explaining that to somebody and it was so funny because I was telling people if you want to do effective communication in the in the business world, there's a way you have to do this so that you can get responses. You know, you can't write how you want to write. You got to write in a way that the receiver can respond to what you need. And again, even with that, it took me a long time to be okay, with even teaching that course, because I'm like, how am I going to teach a business writing or email etiquette course and my writing and this and that and another? And what I realized is, can you teach the formula, Latasha? Yes, you can. Can you talk about effective communication? Yes, you can. That's how I win with what I have. I don't get hung up on a minutia that there might be a typo in my response requested subject line when I'm showing some templates inside of the class. But I do let the class know that if the person that you're communicating with is detail-oriented and that little period or comma being in the wrong place might bother them, you may want to put a little disclaimer in there to reference that so that they can't be blocked if you want to communicate effectively. Why am I showing these examples? Because some of us get hung up on what we don't have. I want you to be real honest with yourself right now, if you feel like you are not winning and this pandemic is taking you to a place and you don't feel equipped for what is about to face you, whether you are a parent of a student, whether you're a grandparent of a student, maybe you're a friend of a parent who has kids and they are freaking out because now these kids are going to be home again or there's a hybrid solution or our plans for the fall are taken off guard. What I would encourage you to do, this is why the word talks about wise counsel. Get some people around you. Teamwork makes the dream work. There are two things that I'm launching next week. I'm launching a Get Naked With God challenge, and then I'm opening up a community for teachers, tutors, and technology. And you know why I'm not afraid? I'm not afraid because I got people that I'm gonna be reaching out to in both of those projects that are gonna help a sister out. That is how you win with what you have. You don't keep saying what I don't have, what I wish I had. I don't have enough money. Maybe we need to get our minds different on money. I'm I'm gonna make y'all laugh today. On one day this week, I made uh, $25.26, which is a horrible day, right? It really is. I was cracking up. For most people, it would be horrible. But I giggled because I said, you know why? I don't make the money that I used to make every day because I was used to the money coming in a certain way. And what I realized is, is that my mindset had to shift and say, every day, God is going to bless me financially. Every day, every day, he's going to He's gonna bless me financially. Whether it's 26 cents, let me tell you, the 26 cents, big ups to Eidolin. When I walked in the morning, I found 26 cents on the road. And that started my day outright, because I said, you know what, I'm going to win with what I have. I know that God has given me gift, talents, and abilities to stream. And so as you can see, my light game, my office has been revamped. My office has be, been redone. So I could stream all day. That's how I win with what I have. I can provide things for people in spaces where they're not necessarily strong. That's what y'all need to do. Get your whole life today. Go somewhere. If you're sitting there saying things are not working out. Things are not happening how I want them to happen. You need to go have a little talk with Jesus and say to you, say to yourself, if God did it for David, when David didn't even have a Bible, because remember, 1 Samuel's is in the Old Testament. So they had to hear from God. They didn't even have the gift of the Holy Spirit at that point. They just had to hear directly from God and just go with what they know. They had to use wise counsel because that's all they had. They didn't have a book of promises that they could reference all the time we got a book of promises that we can reference all the time so if little david could win with five stones and a slingshot because he understood that's what he needed to win to wear then i'm confident with the love of the google and youtube and all of the resources that are available that you can win with what you have if you say you know what i'm not good with technology but i'm a great writer and you can join latasha with her teachers, tutors, and technology. Because I'm going to need some strong writers. Because I know I don't know how to write, but I bet you I know how to do a video. I bet you I know how to do a video. I bet you I know how to tell somebody to make something look great with an old used used old iPhone, Samsung phone and make it look like a million bucks. That's how you win with what you have. So I'm not trying to preach and go all crazy today, but I do want to say this to you right now that we are in a season that if you truly pray and pivot, God can do exceedingly and abundantly more, just like he did for the shepherd boy when he took him out with a slingshot and a smooth stone. He can do for you because Jesus died for us. He died on a cross and that means our grace is overflowing. When you read that scripture saying give and it shall be given back to you, that's not always financial. When you give and it shall be given back to you, press down. I'm telling you, y'all need to press down and be like, what what talents do I have, God? Maybe I only have one talent. I'm real good at making friends. If you're real good at making friends, you can join Latasha again because I'm gonna need you to tell your friends about teachers technology and tutoring. And I'm gonna need you to tell your friends about the Get Naked With God Challenge. Because I'm not necessarily great at making friends, but you know what I'm good at? I'm good at organizing information and organizing communities. How about that? (laughs) So you got to know what you have. Win with what you have and ask for what you don't have. And when you start putting it out into the world, you'll be amazed how many people want to come along with you to help you be better so that you can help the world be better. Don't focus on your weakness. Focus on your strengths. And recognize that in your weakness, he is made strong. And God can open doors and windows and opportunities that you couldn't have even imagined in a million years on your best day. So that's my word for today. Win with what you have this is Latasha Merton. (laughs) This is Latasha Merton. Um, I'm actually, I help people get unstuck with processes, people, and technology. That's what I do on my day job. And so I'm going to be launching some stuff next week, and I am so thrilled. So if I'm calling you, asking, tapping on your shoulder, because it looks like it's impossible, know that nothing is impossible with those who believe in God, who love the Lord. I think that's how it is. Nothing is impossible for those who love the Lord. I'm excited. I'm excited, and I hope you're excited. I'm about to go get my walk on. Find some money in the streets, y'all. <laughs> Figuratively and physically. Each day, when you're looking for it, you, you find what you're looking for. Oh, that's good. You find what you look, you're you looking for. So my challenge is, what are you looking for? And as you look for it, how can you win with what you have? Look at our brother David in 1 Samuel, the 17th chapter. Check them out. The David and Goliath story has a lot of richness to it. If you could just read it and believe it for what it says. God will bless you. Dear God, we thank you so much for blessing each one of us with talent, skills, and ability. Dear God, today I pray that people will stop looking at what they don't have and they are grateful for what they have and who they have in their lives. Lord, I'm praying that people pray some bold prayers today. If they are in the midst of a mess and they're saying to themselves, no weapon formed against me today shall prosper because I know I have a God who is greater than any situation, circumstances, any any things that have come up against me. I know that I need to press towards the mark. I know that this pandemic is telling me, just like the word is telling me, that it's not about a sprint, it's about being prepared for a marathon. And we know that the enemy comes to kill, steal, and destroy, but God, we know that you are greater. Than any pandemic we know that you are greater than any racial injustice we know that you are greater than anything that we are facing in the educational system we know that you are greater and god i thank you for giving me perspective on the power of authentic conversations and so lord today i pray that people have the boldness to raise their hand and say this is what i'm good at and here's where i need a little help and dear god as they ask for that authentic help I pray that there's no spirit of manipulation that goes on. If there's fees that need to transform, that need to go transpire, I pray that those fees happen without arguing and disagreement. I pray that if people need to just love on people and pour into them and there is no pay, that people still show up with the same level of excellence as if there was compensation because the word of God says that what you do privately, you will reward in heaven and we are not looking for acknowledgement from man. And so, dear God, I pray that we just have the confidence in Christ to do what you called us to do this today. And, Lord, we thank you. We love you. We praise you. Hallelujah. In Jesus name for all that you're doing right now in the name of Jesus, in the midst of this moment, God, we thank you for these transformed hearts and these mind shifts that are happening, even as I'm speaking right now. Because people are realizing that even when they don't know what to pray for, they can call out for the name of Jesus and that the Holy Spirit can intercede for us and make our requests known and clear. So when those unexpected phone calls, those unexpected emails, when those unexpected unexpected people we run into happen, we are in a place of receiving and we allow people to bless us. Dear God, sometimes that's our biggest barrier. We don't allow the blessing. We allow people to bless us and we just say thank you and amen. Lord, we thank you in Jesus name. Amen, amen, amen. If you are not a person who reads the regular Bible and you want to know about the David and Goliath story, actually, I think Malcolm Gladwell breaks down the whole book of Goliath. I think it's called Goliath. It might be called Goliath. I'll look it up and I'll put it in the comments after my walk. You guys have an amazing day. I love you. You will see me over the weekend because I got these new lights. I've got these new lights. Have a great day. (laughs) Love you. Bye-bye.